everybody. Friends and foes, like you said last week. I really like that. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome back to Slimy and Dead with your co-hosts, Eraserhead and Bunny. How Hi. you doing, Bunny? Oh, I'm okay. Sicko mode. <laughs> <laughs> well, this past week flew by really quickly because I was sick. sick. You slept almost, almost the entire the week. Yeah. <coughs> uh, which was not great, but I'm back at it again and I'm feeling better. Um, but yeah, aside from just being sick, I really didn't do shit. And I'm, I felt like almost out of tune with the world and with how you've been. How have you been? How's your week? <laughs> not, not good. No? I've definitely been better, but I've also definitely been worse. Um, just <coughs> drama. That like, I, I almost like had no part in. It just was thrown at me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so today is Saturday, the day before the 4th of July. We typically upload on Sundays, but I'm playing a show tomorrow oh. and I have to work. So we're doing it just a tad early. Not that anybody minds, I don't think. Yeah, I don't um, think so. And if you do, then why? Then also like write us a letter. Yeah. And, and eat a bagel while you're at it. And also eat that letter and... Shit yourself. <laughs> um, oh, also, real quick, uh, two things. One, you may hear some like clutter, some movement in the background. I'm currently doing my makeup because I'm getting ready to go out and possibly burn some churches. Just kidding. I'm not going to. <laughs> but anyways, um, FBI agent, write that down. Write that down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Um, oh, also, we had to delete one of our episodes, our Father's Day episode, because it got all fucked up on the end. That's right, yeah. So for some reason, when we uploaded last week's episode, it uploaded as its own episode, but then it also tacked itself onto the end of our Father's Day episode. Our Daddy Deluxe. That's right. Mm. Dom Daddy Deluxe. Yeah. Okay, now we're talking about our own dad, so that's weird. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway... Yeah, it ended up being like a two-hour episode or something. And I saw it on Spotify, and I was thinking, what the fuck? And we tried to fix it. We couldn't fix it. So we scrapped the episode, and we're hoping to re-upload the Father's Day episode within the next day or two. Or if that doesn't work, we might just redo the whole thing. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Maybe I'll call my dad. Oh, I was about to say, maybe we'll call our dads. But nope. maybe I'll call my dad. You call your dad? Maybe I can call my bio dad. I don't know. Just uh, get a little commentary from him. We can do a little, a little clinkety clank on Dad's urn in the background. I don't. You did this finger motion, and I thought like synth. I don't know. Play synth on my Dad's urn. <laughs> no. That's his voice. Oh yeah. Oh. You right? Hey, Daddy. Anyways. <laughs> don't ever call my dad Daddy again. <laughs> so yeah, like. Bunny had mentioned before, originally, last week, we were supposed to be talking about the big D. Double Ds. That's right, double Ds, because we're both going through the shit right now. But uh, we decided we weren't ready for it, planned for our work episode, and then those recent developments that we were talking about happened cool. literally hours before we started recording, so we ready now, right? Oh, we ready. We're ready to talk about divorces. Yeah. So would you like to start? I can. Do you uh, want to? I can. Do you want to? I, yeah. Okay, great. 
Oh well, once upon a time, I was a happy little bunny rabbit. Anyways, okay. Uh, so. <sighs> I had kind of mentioned in I think our random bits episode, like our intro, like my husband and I are open maybe I don't know well if I didn't I did now I, I, I don't know I made like a tinder comment I think not important anyways so um, my husband and I are very open like that poly couple or whatever you know what I mean sure um, and like that should have like, if anything was going to come between, like, our marriage, like, that's... You, you would think thought. it would be a third party. Yeah. Like, something. I mean, to him it was a third party. It wasn't realistic, but... No, not at all. I had this friend, Zach, who we're no longer friends. Not because of this. Totally different other reasons. Anyways, I had this friend, Zach, that wanted to move out here. He and I had this very, very brief, like, non-existent... Uh, like, really, just like a sexual encounter. Like, that was it. was like it. a one-time thing, right? Yeah. We were both under the influence. It happened, and then it was it was done. Like, whatever. We didn't... We never even talked about it because it was just, like, uncomfortable. Like, whatever. Anyways. Um, but we... We stayed friends, I guess. Um, but then he reached out to me, like... How long ago was that? That was, like, what, the beginning of February? The first week of February? I think so because I remember you had mentioned to me because my wife had just moved out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like she had just moved out, and I was like, "Oh man, like I have this huge amount of rent to pay all by myself." And um, Beach Bay. I don't know if I can keep doing it on my own. And I expressed that I mean, which to like, take on how? How did you think that she didn't do shit? Well, we can get into that. We'll, we'll get back to that for sure. Anyways, so I expressed interest to Bunny that. I needed a roommate in the near future. And then she hits me up um, shortly after, like really shortly after, saying, hey, I have a guy who wants to move down to Tucson. And uh, I know you said you wanted a roommate. And I was like, yeah, for sure. So I want to say, like, if I remember the... Because we did, like, a three-way Facebook yeah, call. Yeah, we did. Just Ooh. kidding. We did a three-way Facebook call with each <laughs> other. And I think the date on that was like, February 9th, Why if I remember do you correctly. Know I don't know. It was super, super stupid is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that I remember that, but... It was, I think, that day. Anyways. I mean, like, the date itself wasn't really important, but, you know. Anyways, okay, so. You're welcome. We had this thing years ago. Like, I was super, super early 20s. And, uh, yeah. So, anyways. Um, we're on this, like, three-way call. And, you know, I my husband's in the other room and he can hear me talking about it and stuff and he is like messaging me apparently I didn't know at the time while I'm on the phone he's messaging me telling me like this and that like he's uncomfortable with it and mad that I didn't talk to him about it before and that like essentially I didn't ask for his permission if my friend can move out here which is like what because like months prior I helped one of my friends move out here he was living with us Mm -hmm. And this is someone that wasn't going to be living with us. 
Right, that was never part of the... Yeah. I'm pretty sure he had heard at some point that he was going to be moving in with me because that's the whole reason we were on this call together. Yeah. So I could get to know him, see what he was about, kind of, you know, give me his take on life and whatever, what kind of roommate he would be and stuff. Yeah. So why you needed his permission for this guy to move with someone else? And just, like, permission in general. Like, Zach's a fully functioning i guess adult uh, no he's fucking not yeah, but anyway really but like he's he's an adult we, we didn't make, know that at the time so he's gonna make his own decisions and he's gonna do whatever he wants you know whatever and like i had some sort of control if he came out here or not like i could just tell him like hey my husband's uncomfortable with you moving out here so, so you're not moving yeah, out here so n- sorry <laughs> absolutely not but anyways, we get off the phone and... It was a good chat, for sure. I, yeah. We get off the phone and my phone starts blowing up with all these messages from my, hum- my husband. My husband. <laughs> from my husband, who's like on the other side of the house and he's just in his bathroom like fucking pouting and taking a shit. I don't know, but... Um, I'm reading these messages and, you know, like I said, he's just pretty much just like, you should have talked to me about this beforehand or whatever, but like, there was, there wasn't really a beforehand because it was literally decided that day, like within those couple hours that we were on the phone. That he was moving in with me. Yeah. And, you know, I went to the room, went to go talk to him and I'm just like, I don't. I don't understand what's happening. He's like, this is someone that you've you slept with, and you know. Oh, because a part of that was, you know, in that conversation was I was going to help him get a job where I work as a as a bouncer or manager or whatever. And he's like, he's seen you. You slept with him. He's seen you naked, and now he's going to go work at a place where he's constantly going to see you naked. And I'm just like, the bouncer doesn't even see us when we're on the floor first of all and second like we host nudist parties we've done adult things with our adult friends like what's the issue what and this was like years ago and like you know he i just i i've never i've never talked to zach in like a romantic or even like let's be sexual friends with benefits type of thing way. It was literally just like, hey, how's your day? How's life been? Because like we wouldn't talk all the time. It was like maybe once or twice a month. And then now he wanted to move out here. But like, whatever. Anyways, it just became this whole thing. Got into like this really heated argument because he's telling me, my husband's telling me pretty much like, I'm not taking him seriously and I I don't appreciate him and somehow like any time that we got into an argument it was I don't appreciate him and I don't take him seriously because I pretty basically this is what this is all that I see it is like I have my own thoughts my own, my own opinions and my own feelings and if I don't agree with his thoughts and his feelings his go-to phrase is like okay well fuck me and like fuck how I'm feeling or whatever and I'm just like dude no but um yeah it just was like this really un like 
necessary argument that we had and then I was just like okay like I don't I don't know what you want me to say like I don't know what you want me to do like I've helped out my friends before um it's not a romantic thing and like you can even talk to him about it if you want but at that time he was so dead set on having absolutely nothing to do with Zach and like so much so he's all like you're you're he can move out here but you can't hang out with him he can move out here but he's not allowed to be at the house if you're gonna hang out with him because that was like a later thing and he's not allowed to be around our daughter like fucking what dude that's stupid shit but and then that same day you know that all this was happening i wasn't planning on going to work and you know it was just it was not a good environment so i i I decided i was going to go to work and i told him that i was like okay well you we need time like to just settle down so i'm going to work and he was just like yeah you should or whatever go go do that i'm just like "Uh, okay (laughs) thanks for your permission captain (laughs) but like like normally i just text him when i got there and i just like hey i made it to work i'm alive pretty much and what that's so sweet i kind of wish i had it that day though because i mean regardless i opened the chat he was already typing before i could even be like hey i'm here at work but he sent me this long ass message just like telling me basically what i can and can't do and again how i don't take him seriously and i don't i don't know just like i don't i'm not considerate of how he's feeling or what he's going through or whatever and i'm just like i am but like this is literally stupid like I didn't say that to him, mm-hmm. but like, it it was stupid because it's like, whatever. Ah. But you know, you were there. You showed. You ended up showing up because you know I was telling you like everything that was going on, and you know he's just yeah telling me what I can and can't do, and I'm just like, when you and I got together, I told you we. Well, I didn't tell you. Like we agreed that we weren't going to be doing that. Like. We weren't going to tell each other what we can and can't do. We weren't going to tell each other, like, how to live, basically. Like, I want him to be his own person um, with me, but, like, still his own person and do things that he enjoys and, you know, have his own friends and whatnot, which didn't happen. (laughs) Anyways... And, like, that was something he agreed to. And, like, you know, early on in our relationship, there were some things that I was uncomfortable with. And I tried talking to him about. And he he pretty much just told me, like, get over it. This is who I am. And I was just like, uh-huh, okay. So I had to, like, get over that. And, like, that's not healthy. Like, if... I mean, like, out of respect... If you're doing something that's like really mentally, emotionally damaging, I guess. Sure, yeah. Because like I was, I was insecure about him looking at other women or like, you know, and in, in like a porn setting type of thing, which is like I know weird to hear for me now, but 
I was uncomfortable with that and I was insecure about it and I had asked him, you know, not to do it anymore or whatever. And he just straight out told me no, because that's who he is. That's something he enjoys doing and he's not going to stop doing that. And I was just like, okay. Um, it was hard to hear at the time because... Naturally so, like just not taking your feelings into consideration at all. Just like, fuck that. I'm going to keep doing me and you can feel some way about it. Yeah. And then like he, like for me on my side, I guess there was so much building up to our divorce, but for him, I guess it was mostly just this situation with, (laughs) with Zach and which sounds bad. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know how to get into that anyways, but Um, and then there was, like, this whole instance with, like, him talking to this girl, kind of. Like, he wasn't talking to her in, like, a romantic way or anything, but she was really getting attached or, like, interested more than what she should be when Mm, he's in a relationship. But anyways, um, there was something I just didn't want her to know about us, and... He said, okay, he agreed that he wasn't going to tell her. And then he told her anyways. And so I was like, okay, that's just another thing that I have to suck it up and get over with. But when it came to like this whole, you know, me helping out my friend Zach moving out here, it was like devastating that I was just like not seeing it as a big deal. Because like essentially it wasn't a fucking big deal. No, it really wasn't. It was all in his head, all make believe, made up scenario. And it came to the point where one of the times that we were talking, like, after, you know, the, the first day that this was happening, he was like, I just don't trust Zach because what if he's out here and he tries to do something with you or whatever? And I'm just like, then he tries. Keyword tries. Like, and I'm not going to... you gonna, shut it down. Yeah, and I'm not going to go for it. And then that'll show me, like, I can't be friends with him because of this, you know... And I was also offended by that because it's like, you think because of my job that if someone wants something from me that I'm just going to go ahead and give it to them? Like, are you fucking delusional? Like, what? Anyways. But anyways, yeah. You were at the club. I'm showing you all these text messages as they're as they're coming in right. also. Like, he's just fucking off the rails and he's losing his mind, like... You know, oh, sorry, backtracking, because text him I was there, he told me, like, I can't do this and that, and I'm like, no, that's not how we're doing things, that's not how we've ever done things, and he was like, well, you have to quit your job at the club, you can't be working there, and whatever, and I pretty much just told him, like, no, like, you're, you're stupid, no, I'm not, I enjoy my job, and I'm not gonna quit just because you're uncomfortable with something that's not even fucking related. Right. Because he was getting... Zach was going to be working at a different club. It's our sister club. But it's a different club. Like, I wasn't going to be seeing him. He wasn't going to be seeing me. You know? And he just didn't get that. Like, he didn't understand. But... Um... Yeah, he... I told him, like, no, I'm not going to quit my job. I like it here. And... This is like, you're you're overreacting by far. And he was just like, okay, well then, whatever, whatever. I guess we're getting a divorce. And I was just like, okay. Like, that's not what I want 
to do, but uh, sure. If, if this is what it, it's going to look like in my future, something that I'm doing that you don't like, that's not even a fucking realistic issue. Right. First thing that doesn't go his way, throwing out divorce like that, I was... I was shooketh when I read that text <laughs> message. I was just like, oh, just like that. Yeah. Over this make-believe scenario for not being married six months. Not even like... What, three months? Yeah. But whatever, it's fine. But like, yeah, the whole night he's like blowing up my phone while I'm, while I'm at work. And this isn't the first time that he's done that where he's like mad about something. And he'll express it right then and there instead of waiting till I'm home to talk to me about it. He'll just bitch to me while I was at work. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, my job, both jobs that I've had since I was out here, I had to interact with other people. And I have to be in a good mood interacting with these people. You know, positive, positive vibes, dude. <laughs> and... What I was being put into were not fucking positive vibes, dude. So I was just like sitting at the bar with you and, you know, I'm showing you and the bartender, Kitty, like what he's saying. And I'm just like, I can't even be here. Like, I'm so upset and like in shock also. Like, is this really fucking happening just because you're in your own head? Like, what the fuck? Anyways. <coughs> so, it just came down to the point where he pretty much told me, like, maybe I I don't... No. It started off him saying that I, I'm not allowed to sleep in the bed, pretty much. Like, I had to sleep out in the living room or something. And then it was that I... It's better if I don't come home or something like that. And I was just like, okay... And, you know, the bartender, she offered me to go home with her, like, whatever, stay the night with her until it's kind of like blows over, which obviously it did not. So I think I stayed the night with her, like, two nights, and then I finally went home, and it was just, it was heavy, and it was, it didn't feel like home. It was hard being there, and... We had tried talking about it, but, like, he's still just... There was no point talking to him. And, you know, I'm telling, like, our closest friends, um, like, what's going on. And stuff like that, just because, like, you know, you need someone to talk to. You need whatever to vent and support, I guess. And they they love us both equally, or they did, I guess. (laughs) But... So, like, they're reaching out to him, and they're also trying to, like, talk to him and, like, make sense of everything and, like, help him see that he's making up situations, scenarios about me and this guy that I slept with because I was drunk one time in my early 20s. And he just, he's like, yeah, I know how it is. And I know what the facts are, but I still feel this way about it and no one seems to give a shit. And I'm just all like, <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why no one gives a shit. It's because it's, and you, the hardest thing is like, he would even admit that it's not a real thing, but he didn't want to like 
admit it, I guess, at the same time? I don't even know. Like, I don't know. But yeah, it was hard being there. We didn't, we weren't sleeping in the bed together. Like, he was on the couch or I was on the couch. And it was just like, any time that I tried talking to him about it, it was just, it wasn't good, obviously. So it came to the point where I told him, like, Oh, another thing is because, like, he immediately tried backing out of the situation. And he was all like, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm, I don't want to get a divorce or whatever. But, like, it was still that I had to, ow, I still had to make it up to him, essentially. Like, make things right by him. And, no. But, um, I told him, like, you said a lot of damaging things. And prior to that, you were doing a lot of not okay things that I'm, like, looking back on now, and I'm just like, absolutely not. Like, why did I, why? But, I I don't know. I told him, you know, because you had offered the space to me to live here, um, after your wife had moved out, I told him that, and I told him, like, I'm moving out, like, I think I stayed there for maybe like two more weeks and then I moved out I came here and he was just constantly up my ass and like trying to get me to come home and like tell me he'll he'll do anything whatever you know that whole thing like just begging me to be home and I'm just like you're not giving me any space to like process anything I'm so like mad and you're not you're not helping because you're pushing me to make a decision oh Speaking of decision, a part of that whole thing was, like, I have to, um, I'm either going to choose him or I'm going to choose my friends. And I told him, like, don't make me choose because I'm not going to choose someone that's making me choose. Mm-hmm. That's going to give exactly. me that, that choice. Because, like, if someone really cares about you, they're not going to do that. They're not going to make you choose between this and that or them and whoever whatever else to an extent I guess but whatever um but yeah I moved out he's not giving me like any breathing space and it was like for me it was a miserable time and he that's the whole time he just thought that I was like being shut off cold-hearted and just Mean, I guess, is something he'd like to say because I wouldn't be emotional and I wasn't sad about it to him. And it's like, why why would I be sad to him about it? Like, he's the reason why this is happening. Right. And that, what good does that do anyway? What's the yeah. point? Yeah. Is that going to make anything better? No. Stupid. Anyways. <laughs> but, like, I wouldn't you know, be emotional around him or in front of him. I would do it here. I I would talk to you and I'd fucking fucking Kim Kardashian cry in front of you <laughs> and shit. Yeah. And but you know, me telling him like this is hard for me also just because I'm not texting you all hours of the day and night, you know, telling you that I miss you or that I want to go home or I wish things were different that doesn't mean like it's not hard for me that I'm not like sad but 
And I mean, it was hard for me to be sad because I was just so fucking pissed at all the things that he was saying and then doing. <coughs> but I don't know. It was just not a small time. The things have settled now. Fucking finally, like, I don't even know. <sighs> Six months later, something like that. Yeah, almost. Yeah, but it was just... Mm. Oh, and then, because, like, yeah, Zach finally moved out here. (coughs) Zach finally moved out here, and he's living here with us. And it was like... I don't know. I felt like it was kind of like a thing whenever he would come in, because, like, we're still, you know, seeing our, our daughter, obviously, going back and forth. He would come by and, like, almost make it, like, dramatic or something. I don't even know. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, there was an instance, Zach was outside having a cigarette, and he came to drop our daughter off to me. And he was like, why is he outside, or why is he doing this and that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I remember what you're talking about. Okay. Just chilling outside of his house, having a cigarette, like people like to do. Yeah, sometimes. like, what like the fu- this isn't your house, dude. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But then, uh, I don't, I don't even know. There's something I was gonna add, but I can't. I forgot it. Like it's, okay. as soon as it came to mind, it was just gone. That's fine. If you remember it, bring it up. Does that conclude your session? I think so. Cool, it'll be $30. Oh, fuck. Alright, I'll jump into mine. (laughs) My situation is completely different from Bunny's by a long shot. So, my wife and I, we dated in high school. And she was my first girlfriend, my first serious relationship, whatever. Um, Gave me, you know, the attention and the affection and so on and so forth. So I thought, like, wow, this is really nice. But... As time progressed, I see we're just two very mismatched people. And toward the end of our relationship, you know, things started to fall apart. You know, her interest in other people played a big part of that. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Like, I was upset about it for a little, sure. But uh, very quickly, I was moved on from it. Graduated high school. We stayed in contact. We kind of stayed friends for a while after that. Um, there was a point in time where she was having problems with her boyfriend at the time and we were hanging out and I don't know if she was thinking like I was going to try to save her from that. Probably. Nothing ever came of that. Um, and then my dad got sick back in 2014 and I'm just partying all the time and just doing stupid shit to kind of escape that and help me deal with that. And right at the beginning of 2016, I had just come back from this trip to Washington that I had taken to visit a friend. And I met up with one of my close friends who I was like hardcore crushing on. And we had a two hour conversation in the car. We agreed that we were gonna be friends and we weren't gonna sabotage our friendship by trying to date each other or see each other in a romantic sense. So that was a big letdown, but that was also kind of like, okay, at least I have clarity on the situation whatever and then like days later Christina hits me up and she's having issues with her (coughs) boyfriend again and I guess they they finally called it quits like she split with him I was like okay cool 
uh, asked if she could come over, and I was like, okay, fine. And that basically kicked things off for us again. And for me, it was just like, I'm still having a hard time with the whole dad situation and being let down by this girl. And I thought, you know, this this is familiar. I've been with her before, and you know, why, why not give it another shot? And for the brief period of time that we were together, like talked about having kids and stuff. And I was just like, that's not something I want to do right now for sure. But come the night that my dad dies, uh, we're all there for it. You know, he was in home hospice and she was there too. She convinced her mom because she was still living at home to stay the night with me to take care of me or whatever. Little did I know that she was going to manipulate me. Manipulate the shit out of you, boy. Oh, yeah. Um, in my vulnerable, emotional state, she convinced me that night to have a kid with her. And my thing was like, okay, Bloody. life is short. No. My dad was only 46. And up until he got cancer, he was in perfect health. Like, he took care of himself. He was active. You know, all that. So it was like. short, but not that short. I mean, you never know. Shit happens out there in the world. People do things. Yeah, people do shit. Yeah, there you go. As Adam would say. (laughs) So yeah, she she convinced me to have a kid with her. She gets pregnant. And yeah. That's how kids. That's how, yeah, that's exactly how it happens. (laughs) So. At that point, it's just like, okay, well, now I have to get married to her because that's the right thing to do because no. I was raised in the Catholic family and she comes from like a hardcore Christian family. Well, why didn't the Sky Daddy get her pregnant then? <laughs> I don't know. I should ask her. Oh, please fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> so we get married and... Sometime later, we have our second kid together, and if I didn't feel like I was trapped, trapped in this thing before, like, I definitely felt it now. I was like, well, okay. why did you have a second kid? Uh, I don't want to get into the reasoning for that. There's a very specific reason, but okay. maybe later on in time we can discuss that. Okay, you can refresh my memory later. It, I'm sure you've told me. It's an unhealthy reason. Uh, Both of them, the, I was gonna obviously. Say. Um... That doesn't diminish my love for my kids by any means, but the reasoning for having both of my kids were both super unhealthy. Um, so yeah, I was just kind of going day by day, getting stuck in this routine, and just not at all how I saw my life panning out. Um, I saw myself changing in a really strange way that I didn't like. Like I'm rocking polos and shit. I was gonna and, mention um, the polos. Like, I'm going to church, and I have all these questions that nobody can provide answers for, and I'm just like, okay, like, I'm really just on my own with this, just kind of coasting through life. And then, like, what, them get, because, like, you know, and, like, you know, the church, you're not supposed to question God or whatever, so, like, they're getting, like, what, upset that you have questions? Well, this church that I was most recently going to, like, they encouraged you to ask questions, and... I always got some bullshit answer about, exactly. like, it's in the Bible, or because God said so. Oh, you want to know? Read this book. Read this very grand and fictional book. It was always just so open-ended and so open to interpretation, just as I saw Christianity for as long as I can remember, but that was just, that was the lifestyle that 
that she came from and that's what I adopted as my own. And as time progressed, I was just super unhappy and going through the motions. I'm like, okay, well, my, my kids are good and they love me and I'm just gonna just keep going strong for their sake, you know what I mean? And I couldn't do stuff like for myself. Like it was just work or it was being at home because she was a stay at home mom for the longest time. And that was a decision that we came to together. We agreed on it, but the sacrifice for that would be that I'm working double time, you know, making sure that we can, you know, afford shit to live. And the shit that she wanted. Right, because she was very high maintenance. She was, is. Um, her parents were both really well off when they were growing up, so. She was very used to getting everything that she wanted. And I told her early on, like, I can't provide that lifestyle for you, at least not in the near future. And that was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I understand that. Whatever. No, not at all. And toward the end of our marriage, I finally got her to admit um, that while she wasn't ungrateful, that she was never satisfied with what she had. And I always knew that. So like getting her to admit that was actually a really big thing. I'm like, okay, well, good to know there's nothing I can do about it, but you know, at least you recognize it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like I couldn't go out and hang out with friends because if I wasn't working two to three jobs at a time, I was at home. That's where all of my spare time had to be. And I'm a huge believer in that like balance between work, life, and just, you know, friends, family, things like that. Uh, but it, it very much wasn't that way. I became very disconnected with all of my friends and with a lot of my family too, because the time wasn't being made for them. And she went through a bit of a funk where, you know, she's a stay at home mom. She doesn't have any interaction with adults or anything like that. So she was talking to a counselor or something about it and basically told her, you need to have a life outside of being a wife and a mother and things like that. Okay, cool. Um, signed up for beauty school and started making friends, started getting out there. And um, and that was cool. Like she, I saw her like getting better, like feeling better about herself and stuff. And that this is something I've been trying to tell her for the longest time. Like I, I want that too, you know? So I thought, okay, well she's, she's finally experiencing that. Maybe it's time and it was always a guilt thing. Like I couldn't try to make plans with anyone or anything. Yeah, because if you weren't like devoting yourself to her and you wanted to do something for yourself, absolutely not, not allowed. No, absolutely, I couldn't. So I was like, okay, well, I guess this is just it forever. Um, I wanted to pursue music and the only way she was happy with me pursuing music is if it was with the church band, which I did for a brief period of time. Did he say she got like, a high or a, a boner from people like, oh, your husband's in the yeah, band. Yeah, basically. Yeah. She, didn't she also make you sell all of your, your she shit? She didn't make me, no. Like, when times were tough, like, I made the decision to sell all my stuff because... So essentially, she made you. Because you had to do because, things yeah, for her. Because I didn't have anything else to fall back on. I didn't, you know, she wasn't working, obviously, at the time, so... At that point, I figured, okay, well, I'm never going to be able to pursue music in any way, shape, or form, so I might as well. So, did the whole church music thing for a bit. Um, I didn't enjoy it. My schedule didn't allow for it anyway. 
and I figured that was going to happen, but it was fine. But toward the end, you know, it's just more and more draining. You know, we move into this house that we're living in now and, you know, she paid the move-in fees and stuff, but I wasn't getting any help from her. So it still fell primarily on me. And she's working now that we live in this place together, but it's like, I'm not seeing where any of this money is going. Cause like, yeah, at the time I made more per hour than she did, but oh, because she's working for the church, her shit doesn't get taxed. So she's still bringing home like bigger paychecks than I am. And she's not sending the money aside for like taxes or anything for when she has to file, but she's still like doing this, that, and the other. And her sister's getting married. They got a house together got her all these housewarming gifts and I'm just like what about us what about our living situation like can we please take care of us first and that was around the time where like I got her to admit that she was never satisfied with what she had or whatever um so it was just like constant letdowns just felt very one-sided like I'm putting in all the effort and it's just nothing was changing and toward the end of it you know, it's becoming like more and more apparent. Like it's, it's hard for me to hide that. I'm just miserable all the time. Noticeable to the point where my kids are starting to see it. And I'm just like, this isn't, this and, isn't good. And they're young. So like, that's really something. And like, how does she, if your young toddler children could see that you're unhappy, like how did she not see it? Well, because she doesn't live in the real world. She really doesn't. Yeah, now I feel dumb that I even asked that. It's okay. Like, she lives in a very altered reality. <laughs> like, doesn't see things for what they are. But, you know, I'm going to work. My heart's weighing really heavy because of everything that I'm feeling and not having an outlet or anything like that. And I start thinking about my dad a lot because, you know, my mom and dad always had a rocky marriage, you know. Like, they were separated. They were never officially divorced, but they were always separated, seeing other people coming back to each other they were pretty close to getting a divorce one time like way before he got sick but like going into high school they decided they were going to work things out they split up from the people that they were seeing and we kind of did a like a family counseling thing for a while to kind of get everyone to mellow out but like I said he got sick and I was under the impression that because they talked about getting a divorce again once my dad got sick, my mom had decided, like, oh, like, I'm going to stay with your dad. I'm going to help him get better. And, you know, we're going to work things out. And, and then you found out today. Yeah, I found out super recently that. Like today. They are still going to get divorced anyway if he had gotten better. So I was just like, oh, good to know my entire life has been and always will be a lie. Well, we're trying to work on that, okay? For sure, fam. For sure. So anyway, thinking about all this, I'm thinking about my dad and um, I know he was super unhappy with my mom Ooh. the entire time that they were together. And I felt like in a lot of ways, I was kind of feeling the same way he was. Like he was kind of stuck in this, that like he was just muscling through it for our sake, for me and for my siblings. And I just had this conversation with myself one day when I was driving a forklift. I was thinking like, if my dad were here presently and I could talk to him about how I'm feeling and what's going on. Like, what would he say to me? And that's when it just clicked. Like he would tell me not to stay in this situation, not to feel this way. You know, my kids will grow up and they'll understand and I'm still going to be there for them. And having them doesn't mean 
having to be stuck in this thing. Yeah, and like, I mean, not to like talk so highly of myself, but like, you coming in, like, hanging out with me while I'm at work or whatever, like on slow days or whatever, like, I've also told, like, I've told you that many times, like, just because you guys, you know, had these kids or whatever, didn't mean that you had to get married. It didn't mean that you had to stay in the situation that you didn't want to be in. And, like, like comparing who I met and, like, who I know now, like, entirely two different people. Like, I don't even know you. I'm sorry. Hi, how are you? <laughs> who are you? But. I'm a racer. I don't know. Anyway. Just... So, yeah, um. One day I come home from work and I'm, you know, I'm still feeling this way, but my mind's basically made up. Like, I, I know I don't want to be in this situation. I don't want to be in this marriage anymore. And when I told her that night, after we put the kids to bed, you know, it came as like a total surprise, like a total bomb dropped on her. And she threw, like, we could, throw, we could go to therapy, we can go to counseling, we can do this, that, and the other. But it had been so long since I've you know, felt anything toward her that it was, there was really no going back for me. There was no amount of therapy or counseling or anything. Like I just did not want to be with her anymore. And it was hard to, to admit that to her. It was hard to say that to her because this is the mother of my kids. And this is someone that I do care for, for sure. But for sure. sure. (laughs) So she took off that night, um, had the kids situated the next day. And then that following day, she said, okay, I'm gonna just take the girls, go stay with my mom for you know, however long. And I threw this out to her several times. I was like, hey, if you want, you can stay here with the girls and I will go move in with my brother and sister because they were living together at the time. And I told her like, if you can just pay your half, like I will continue to pay my half, whatever. Like as long as the girls are here, that's fine. And she said, no, like, I'm going to go live with my mom. Um, And then that week, events unfolded and things got really uncomfortable for me. Yeah, you know exactly, because I hit you up after this. I don't want to talk about it. That's fine. But stuff happened and I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel safe by any means. So... I had the leasing office call Christina the next day. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but not sorry at the same time. Had him call my wife the next day and ask if she would sign paperwork to be removed from the lease. And surprisingly, she agreed to it, like, no problem. So by that weekend, she was completely moved out. She had everything taken out of here. And that's when I started expressing interest in a roommate because I needed the help. And. Comes in Zach, comes in Bunny, out goes Zach because he was a piece of shit. Yeah, he was. And constantly drunk. Yeah. Didn't like you couldn't talk to him because he 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 would forget what you were talking what we were even talking about. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Drinking every hour of the day. And it was funny because one day we had to run over to my sister's to do laundry or something. Mm-hmm. And he had messaged the both of us on Facebook saying like, I'm gonna be day drinking. And you were straight up like, when aren't you day drinking? And he was yeah. just like, well, he's like, oh, actually you're right, ha ha. 
Like, no, that's not funny. Yeah. Got fired from his job because he was drinking constantly. Yeah. Good job. And he was apparently doing coke on the job. Oh, was he? Yeah. That, you know, that Coca-Cola, crispy uh, soda? Yeah, that spicy powder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tangy, um, more like it. Ooh, okay. Anyways. So once my wife and the girls are moved out, she tells me that I cannot see my kids. I can't talk to them because they need a quote unquote adjustment period away from me. I'm like, what the fuck is even that? Yeah. Like that's a completely made up thing. These are young kids. They don't know what's happening. They need both of their parents. Yeah, they do. And for a solid like week or so, I could not get her to understand this. And that was, was a wreck. It was longer than a week. No, it was a week. It couldn't have been longer than a week. It was longer than a week. Anyways. Uh, anyway. It was. Uh, finally allowed me to go to their house to see the girls and, and everything was fine. And again, had this huge argument at the end of it. And she tried to throw in my face that I didn't have equal rights to my kids because... You're a package deal. Right. Because I'm choosing to leave my wife, I'm also choosing to leave my kids? Like... Yeah, like, in again, what world? Again, altered reality where shit doesn't make sense. Like, that's, that's the reality she lives in. Not the real world by any means. So, I started talking to a lawyer and they were like, yeah, like, you're not abusive you're not a piece of shit or anything like you absolutely have equal rights not more but equal you know we started talking about that and you know she said she was gonna lawyer up too and apparently she did and at that point her lawyer finally talked sense into her saying that i do in fact yeah i saw that as soon as it happened it's okay you can't even notice but i i messed up my eyeliner not important anyways anyway (coughs) um once she talked to her lawyer and knocked some sense into her, she was like, okay, you can have the girls equal time. You can, you know, just recently she started allowing the girls to spend the night here. And I guess, according to her, it was a lot of Zach moving out being a big reason for that. But at the beginning, she was like, I can't let the girls spend the night because I don't know either of these people. And I'm like, well, come get to know these people like and she didn't want to yeah straight up refuse i'm like well i don't know what to do because you're not willing to and this was at the point where i was okay with like her with like being friends or at least friendly yeah and like her getting to know me me getting to know her so like you know there's you could see his daughters and it not be a fucking issue like as time went on she would start saying things about me. Like, and I'm like, not even, I'm not even in the picture, dude. Like, I just live here. I'm just chilling. Literally just vibing right now, bro. Yeah. Anyways, I'm so sorry. Like, talking about this, talking about her and her fucking dumbass, like. Bullshit. I'm heated. But anyway, um, enough time has passed. This was maybe a few weeks before Bunny's divorce thing started happening. It was like the end of January. So plenty of time has passed since then and things are mostly mellowed out. Like we still have our arguments and our disagreements about a lot of things, but um, got that equal parenting time and that's really all I could want right now. So 
Oh, once we can afford this whole divorce thing, we'll be on our way, but... Until then, misery. Just eating a bag of dicks. Which maybe she should do because she really needs to fucking lighten up. At least get the dick. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, so we got to do like parenting classes because of the whole kids involved thing. So that's going to be an even longer process. But Anyway, do you have anything you want to add? Because I'm pretty much done. Uh, do you remember that thing you were supposed to... Probably not. No, I, I, I stopped thinking about it. All but, right. Um, well, that's been Eraser Head and Bunny on the big D's. Yeah, double D's. So many D's in our faces, everywhere, at all times. I mean, ghost dick. Maybe that's a thing. I never said it wasn't. I'm, I never said you did it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're wrapping up. Well... Okay. No, never mind. Okay. Next week. Next week. My sister's going to be joining in with us, and we're going to talk pretty lengthy... of our our parents. Yeah. We're going to talk for lengthy amounts of time about dysfunctional families, and it seems like we both come from pretty high places when it comes to family. Honestly, no. Like, it's not even just my, my parents. Like... It's, it's literally the entire fucking family. Yeah, definitely. So if you are related to me and you're hearing this... You're in for a treat. Yeah, buckle up. Bucko. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say bitch, but... I thought you were going to say buttercup. Oh. Maybe I should have. <laughs> bitch is better. Bitch and buttercups. Buck- bitch and buttercups? Bitch and bucko buttercups. There we go. I like it. Thanks. All right, guys. Slimy and dead. Bunny and Eraser Head, we're signing off. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Okay, bye. Bye bye.